Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning into the Inner Revolution podcast. Are you ready to be changed? Well, let's go. Hey friends, uh, another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast here on church planting, thinking like a church planter. It's episode three and wanted to consider uh, some thoughts about uh, needs in in church ministry and church planting. So when you're working with people, it's very easy to uh, just throw people at needs. And obviously, uh, when you're starting a church or starting a fellowship, uh, immediately people are so needs-oriented. You'll find people that have a need for maybe help uh, financially, uh, maybe there's emotional needs. Uh, there just seems to be an incredible amount of attention and time needed to spend with people. And that's okay. That's okay. But we want to have boundaries that uh, keep the mission uh, on, on track, on focus. And the, the mission is really a spiritual mission because we're discipling people unto Jesus Christ. We're presenting the character and nature of God. We are uh, loving people where they are. So needs can creep in and they can be, uh, we can be part of the solution, of course, but don't let it take over. Don't let it only be a needs-oriented ministry because uh, we want to have a relationship that goes beyond the needs. And, and how does that happen? Well, first of all, we pray with people, encourage people, and we um, open the Bible together and set up uh, perspective and uh, faith on how God will meet that need. Maybe God would lead you to help them financially. Maybe God would help you to just pray with them and just be a support. That's really the biggest part of it is just being a spiritual support, I believe. Uh, again, and needs also will uh, will be everywhere. So don't feel like you have to be the answer to everyone's problems because that's a disaster waiting to happen. But we want to have the empathy and care to know that people are not walking alone, that needs are part of the journey, and God is faithful to meet our needs according to his uh, riches and plan. So, but when you're working with people, there's a principle called the Dyke principle. And uh, when you're working with uh, the needs of the church, you just don't want to throw people at needs. Uh, just like the Dyke principle, like you have a dam and there's breaches in the dam and um, you just throw wood or stone or try to plug the hole to prevent the water from uh, becoming greater and greater. Now, that may be quite a feat um, logistically. And uh, with an engineer, they have to obviously repair a dam that's breached. But in ministry, you don't want to throw people at needs. You, you don't want to do that. That's how you use people. That's how we hurt people. That's how we uh, literally, uh, <laughs> they get worn out and they quit. So when there's needs in our church, uh, and again, starting off, uh, really the number one thing is to be people builders, to uh, not just build churches on people, but build people, healthy people build strong churches. So when you have needs, the number one thing you want to do is you want to train your people, train your people, spend time with your people, preventative. Before there's a crisis, spend time with your team spend time with people and identify their gifts therefore how they respond their skill set their gifts 
will put them in the you'll put them in the proper place to meet the needs of the church. Okay, again, there's only one Savior. It's Jesus Christ. You and I are not the Savior, but a lot of times new people come with a needs oriented. Uh, they're just needs oriented. So we are maybe meeting the natural need, maybe in homeless ministry or. Um, maybe there's rent assistance or there's some sort of crisis in their marriage. You want to meet the need naturally to a degree. So there's capacity for a spiritual uh, ministry. So again, so when we're looking at the church, we want to train our staff. We want to train our team. We want to train them how to think with God. Yes. How to communicate the Bible. Yes. But also very importantly, is how to handle people. So we don't want to just uh, burn people out. So if there is a need, we want to have an administrator in the right place. If there's a need, uh, obviously, for evangelism, we want to have the evangelists in the right place. So we want to have the preachers in the right place. We want to have the uh, givers in the right place. So again, so how do you, instead of having the dyke principle where we use people, stuff people where needs are, and that happens at times, that certainly does. But the pressure from the weight that's pushing against that that dike will explode. It will push out and that person will be hurt. That person will be uh, used up. So when you're working with your people, your num your your staff, that is, is train them, get to know them in their gifts and put them in the right place. And then thirdly, discover how to encourage them. You want to know how to encourage your staff because the needs will be great. And some needs will be met and some needs won't be met. So Jesus said, the poor you'll have them with you always, but you will not have me always. So again, our, our principle here is this, is that people building. We want to build the people in front of us. We want to build them up in the most holy faith. We want to build them up in their calling. We want to build them up in who they are in Christ, in the image of Christ. So when needs come in, um, we want to, again, not work with crisis management, running from need to need, but we want to set up boundaries to uh, set a realistic expectation, but also have uh, a plan to have the right people in the right places. That's why training is number one uh, as far as your staff. Now, again, when you're dealing with people, again, there's a principle called the 101% principle. And it's a great principle that I took from uh, John Maxwell. It's not originally with me, but I love it because the 101% principle means you find the 1% that is healthy and you devote 100% of your attention there. And what happens is you're addressing that 1%, that 1% becomes 2%, 10%, 15%. It starts to grow and takes over uh, the other uh, other aspects of needs. So I devote 100% maybe to this 1% of that person's hunger for God, that person's response for God, that person's uh, awareness of God. And I just keep, you keep feeding that, bringing awareness to that, bringing attention to that. And what happens is the other remaining percentage that's unhealthy, it starts to it, the balance starts to shift and the person's awareness, attention and investment starts to be on the healthy part of that person. It's so easy to kind of focus on what's wrong, what that person needs to change. And that tends to bring awareness to what's wrong and, of course, what needs to be changed. And that can be discouraging because maybe there's no capacity for change. So 
it's not that we're ignoring what's wrong. It's not, it's not that we're ignoring maybe their, 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 their flaws, but we are focusing on what God is doing and we're bringing attention ministry, uh, ministry momentum to what God is doing in their lives. And over time, things change because again, your church, my church is not a place of conformity. It's a place of transformation. It's a place where people discover who they are in Christ and the goodness of God changes them. It's not a place of conformity where we have to do this and that to be accepted. No, it's we, we're followers of Christ and the ministry of Christ transforms my life. I hope these thoughts helped you today. God bless you. Thanks, friends, for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode.